right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. It's a little bit of a low brainwave Saturday. I uh, didn't do a lot of sleeping last night, and I fucked around and took a nap. Now, Uncle Bobby isn't used to naps, and so I'm a little bit groggy, but hey, the show must go on. Gang, the first one up on the hit list today, the God that I don't believe in sent me this goddamn clip. <clears throat> and by that, I mean I'm on a thread with four other black dudes. And I can't lie, it was kind of amusing. So, it was this, to set this up, there a black man was checking into a very nice hotel. Now, a little something about the black dude. Brum man was like a platinum member, which means he has spent much money in that hotel, which means he gets preferential treatment, which means he gets to check in before other customers. It's just the way this shit works out. It, go fuck yourself, right? So he's sitting there going through the check-in process and gang, I'll be good goddamn. Uh, Karen Max Slapnuts and her husband, John Q. Klansman, they're talking all kinds of shit. Mad as all get out. That Brumman is getting preferential treatment. Now here's the fucked up thing other than all of it. For the white people who like to fucking flex this bullshit, isn't that what you tell us? Just work hard and you too can achieve? Brumman walked up to the front desk. He slapped down his card. My name is Pr Prince fucking Chikala. I fucking get preferential treatment. And you'll never guess what they did. They gave Brumman preferential fucking treatment. But some of y'all are so fucking spoiled that even when we do what you, what you suggest we do to succeed, you're, you're still mad. Well, they start talking all kinds of shit. And you know the first thing I noticed, gang? <laughs> White dude, John Q. Klansman, he was talking crazy shit. But you know where he was doing it? Way the fuck over there. There were like five fucking male employees between himself, the coward, and fucking Prince T'Challa. He wasn't trying to get any of that. He wasn't trying to get stomped the fuck out. But you know who he was pressing up? His drunk-ass wife. She's sitting up there in a fucking bikini, mad as shit that Brumman is getting preferential treatment, right? And she gets up there, and you can hear, the, you know, the white dude, you know, he's, he's trying to throw some shit, but he doesn't want none. Long story short, gang, Karen Max Slapnuts goes up. She puts two hands on Brumman's face, knocks his hat off, and starts shoving him. Now, this is where I give him all kinds of dap. I give Brumman dap throughout this entire clip. He never touched her. Gang, he moved her out of the way. He went to the husband, and guess what? He punched his ticket to fucking Sleepy Town. He gave him a right cross. I mean, it was like a fucking video game, right? He's like, show me your moves, right? He hit his monkey ass with the Falcom punch. Falcom punch. He was out cold. Karen Max Slapnuts did not give two shits, gang. Her husband went down like a fucking prostitute on dollar night. Knocked the fuck out. He laid there lifeless. She went over to go check on him. Fool wasn't moving. She got up, and you'll never guess what. She attacked the black dude again. 
and again and again. And you know what they ended up doing? They escorted the black dude out. You saw the fucking employee come and they just kind of show him the hand like, yo, you know, could you please leave? I mean, let that sink in for just a little bit. Bruh man worked. He earned platinum status. He simply wanted a warm bed and a hot shower. Enjoy the privileges that his money so richly gave him. Again, Karen Mack Slapnuts and John Q. Klansman, they didn't like that. So they pressed up. One of them got knocked the fuck out. Now, before I expand on this, first and foremost, the drunk customers and whether they were stone cold sober or drunks irrelevant, you escort them out. Brumman did nothing wrong. Absolutely nothing wrong. Secondly, you do not escort the black dude out. And I don't care if he was black, white, Mexican. He went in there to check in to his fucking room. Instead, he was sitting there literally having to defend himself physically. Now, I have not retweeted that video, but gang, I told y'all when I first got on Twitter, what would happen when I would retweet those videos is I would get all kinds of kickback telling me I'm promoting violence. Saying, you know, the black dude should have kept his hands to himself. He, she wasn't doing anything wrong. Gang, I don't want to spend all day on this because I've said my piece on this topic before. Let's get some fucking alcohol. Do not ask more for me than what you're willing to give yourself. Again, I live in a world where I am constantly told that the word nigger is the worst thing on the fucking planet. And then when black people act accordingly, we're told we're the animals. We're told, why'd you react so harshly? Bruh man went in that lobby to simply check into his fucking room. Then he had two assholes pressing up on him. So again, I don't want to spend all fucking day on this. I just had to point that shit out. Bruh man wanted to check in. White people didn't want him to check in. White dude stayed away. White lady pressed up. White dude went to sleep. Black dude was escorted out of the fucking lobby. Again, just let that scenario sink the fuck in. I had to start off with that bullshit gang because every time I see those videos of a black person regulating, it makes me smile. Again, don't ask more for me than what you're willing to give yourself, goddammit. Okay, we're going to switch topics on this goddamn show. You know how we do it. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious gin and truth. Fuck it. Let's go. Gang, the next one up on the fucking hit list is fuckface Aaron Rodgers. Now, some of you at this stage of the game, like that name sounds familiar, but who the fuck is Aaron fuckface Rodgers? Let Uncle Bobby tell you. Aaron Rodgers gang is a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. That's not up for a debate. You, you cannot have a top 10 discussion without talking about Aaron Rodgers. The dude changed the game. That is belch. Hashtag unprofessional. To show you how good he is, and again, some of you may like, who the fuck is this? Brett Favre. Brett Favre was the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, one of the most iconic uh, storied programs in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers came into Green Bay and made everyone forget about Brett Favre. That's how good he is. Now, Brett Favre has always been somewhat of an odd duck. Brett Favre is Brett Favre. 
uh, Aaron Rodgers has always kind of marched to the beat of his own drummer. Now, that's a well-known, established fact in the NFL. And here we go. You guys about to hear some dogs because reasons. I can't think of another reason to bark other than it's Saturday about 1 o'clock. So they're just going to bark for a while because this is just fucking annoying. There's no one at the door. There's just nothing happening. But dogs. Again, Aaron Rodgers is just that goddamn good. And he's always been an odd duck. Everyone always knows that. He's a little bit on the conspiracy theory side. He's, he's weird. But gang, the reason why he, he got his ass put in a sling <clears throat> is because the NFL opened up for business. That was a foregone conclusion. Everybody knew the NFL was not, was not, was not, no matter what, they were not going to go two seasons without raking in those kind of profits. COVID killed athletics financially in 2020, right? Or 2019, whatever the fuck it was. 2020, there's, there was no way the NFL was going to go two years without raking in that kind of dough. So they instituted not a strict, but a relatively strict uh, testing protocol for COVID. Now, you can show proof of vaccination or you can say the whole bullshit of my body, my choice. But if you did the my body, my choice, why am I so gravelly, gang? Oh, probably because I didn't sleep. Hold on. If you <clears throat> chose to go down the road of my body, my choice, that you're not going to get vaccinated, you were not an instant pariah, but you were subject to stricter protocols. You just were. You know, it was for the greater good. For people who make a living playing on a team, you would think they'd be able to fucking embrace this concept, right? Give me a fucking break. If you did not, uh, bend your knee to the stricter protocols as an unvaccinated player, gang, the fines were enormous. Now, for someone like Aaron Rodgers, it would have been an ATM withdrawal, but it was the principle of it. I, I do believe it was like in the five digits on what the uh, penalty was. Gang, I'm doing a lot of sniffling. I'm serious. Maybe there's just some allergies in the air too, shit. But you know, Uncle Bobby does it. The show must go on. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, when asked, are you vaccinated? Uh, what was the, some, he said them along the lines of being inoculated. He never answered directly about being vaccinated. Turns out, fuckface Aaron Rodgers is not vaccinated. His girlfriend has Wi-Fi. And she figured out that like turmeric, vitamin C, push-ups, and a vegan diet We'll cure COVID. Well, Aaron Rodgers got his ass put in a sling like he should have. Now, that's a whole nother story because I do not believe for two seconds that the Green Bay Packers were unaware. I mean, give me a fucking break. We have to show vaccination proof where I work. You're going to tell me to shut the fuck up. I don't buy it. But he chose not to get vaccinated. He got in a little bit of trouble. And now he's back. Now, the other reason why he has earned the title of fuckface is because he is now good friends and takes medical advice from world-renowned immunologist Joe Rogan, who has pumped his head full of all kinds of bullshit, 
uh, monoclonal antibodies, do push-ups and kettlebells, do CrossFit. You'll be again. I I don't think it's a good idea, but I can't stop them. Nobody can. My brain is completely farted. Oh, that's where I am. Let's keep going on. Fuckface Aaron Rodgers. So again, that's to set it up. This is the type of person that we're talking about. He has lied about being vaccinated. He refuses to get the vaccine because Rogan, he's one of those guys. Now, gang, the real reason why this fuckface made the hit list today. Fuckface Aaron Rodgers has stated that if, that is, if his team, the Green Bay Packers, make it to the Super Bowl, there is a possibility that he is going to boycott over vaccination issues. Now, first and foremost, gang, I'm willing to bet you dollars or donuts that if Green Bay makes it, there's no fucking way he's sitting out. I don't believe that for a fucking second. I just don't. But I got a belch. Do I have a belch? Do I have one brewing? I just belt. Hashtag unprofessional. He is a competitive fucker, just like I am. I am, And it's a... I just belched. No, that wasn't a belch. I don't know what the fuck that was. But I don't think for two seconds he's going to sit out. He's too competitive. And let's keep it real, gang. It's the fucking Super Bowl. This is what you dream about since you were a fucking nine-year-old boy before your balls dropped. I don't care if you've been to one and you've already won one. Two is better. I, I don't believe he will for a second. But let's say he does. Let's say his monkey ass sits out the fucking Super Bowl. First and foremost, go ahead. Go, go right ahead. Again, I think it's stupid, but please go right ahead. Because that's going to do nothing but leave an enormous asterisk by your fucking career. Here played the greatest quarterback Green Bay has ever seen. This dude, when again, when you make a list of the top 10 quarterbacks to ever lace up cleats, Aaron Rodgers is on that fucking list. Dot, dot, dot. He was so fucking stupid and refused to get a shot. He wouldn't play in a fucking Super Bowl and help his team win. But what has Uncle Bobby been saying for about the last two and a half seasons when it comes to getting a shot? I agree with you. Again, personally, I think it's a bad idea. I believe half of being smart is knowing what you're dumb at. I'm, I'm too stupid to be a fucking doctor. So when doctors say, hey, fuck face, get a shot, my dumb ass gets a shot. It's just really that simple. Stay away from people, which I haven't had a problem with since 1972. It's not a problem for me. But isolation, they say to do it, so I fucking isolate. Wash your hands. Okay, if you needed a fucking pandemic to, to learn that you should have washed your fucking hands, you was a nasty bastard anyway. If Mama was alive, she'd slap your monkey ass across the face. What the fuck's the matter with you? You needed a fucking pandemic to wash your hands. My mama would have, shit, shut the fuck up. Go back on topic. Fuck face Aaron Rodgers. Now, again, you don't have to get the shot. Just like you can't force us to hang out with you. I've been saying that since forever. Gang, when we reopened after COVID, my, my uh, fitness studio, I, I, I sat everyone down. And by sat everyone down, I mean over Zoom. I said, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back to work, but this is what I need to hear from you. This isn't political. This isn't social. I don't give a damn. I need to hear you say, fuck Trump. 
I, I seriously needed to hear them say that. And I needed to know that they were going to follow the strictest of CDC guidelines, whether they are with me or are not with me. Now, the reason why I needed to hear them say fuck Trump is because, and I know, I know, I know, Fox News says different. Please go fuck yourself. Trump was the, one of the biggest peddlers of fucking misinformation, right? It's going to go away in the summertime. He, again, how fucking stupid is this gelatinous sack of shit? <clears throat> Every president since, I don't know, Howard Taft knows that when Bob Woodward knocks on your fucking door, the shit is real. That dude has been interviewing and calling presidents out on the rug since fucking Lincoln was in the White House. And he sat there and he told Bob Woodward, Bob Woodward, he literally told Bob Woodward, I, I downplayed the severity of the virus on purpose. So yeah, that's why I needed to hear them say, fuck Trump. I don't care if you voted for him. I just need to know that you're not going to do something stupid behind my back. But gang, the real reason why I needed them to say what they said and prove that they were going to behave, <clears throat> because at the time, my mother was very sick. And since I just mentioned my moms, we're going to have a drink to my motherfucking moms. Go moms. At that point, gang, I was going back to see my mom probably two to three times a week to help my dad. Physically, he's not in good shape. He needed help with my mother. Now, I don't care what Joe Rogan told you. I don't care what uh, the fuckers at Fox News told you. I don't care. I do not care. I know you found a CDC article online, and I know that makes you the world's greatest. I don't care. But I was not going to... And again, I, I've had people tell me that it's no worse than a bee sting. It's no worse than poison ivy. And in your house, you get to flex that nonsense, Right? Well, Robert, I mean, my great-grandmother had COVID, and then she was around my aunt. My aunt came to me. She coughed. I tested for COVID. I don't have COVID. Therefore, it's not real. Please go fuck yourself. But what you don't get to do is go fuck around. Give it to me. I go and take care of my mother. I give it to my mom. You know the end of that fucking story. You don't get to make that call for other people's fucking family. So you're right. You don't have to get the shot. But I don't have to hang out with your monkey ass. Just like fuckface Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> because now it's expanded. And I said this a while back. Now that this is where we are in COVID, now we're starting to see the aftermath. So now there's an amendment. It's not just you can't make us hang out with you. You can't make us employ you. The Green Bay Packers do not have to honor his fucking contract. They don't. Just in case you guys are not aware, there's no such thing as a guaranteed contract in the NFL. I don't care if you are a scrub like me or you're playing for $25 million every year. They can cut his monkey ass, right? And again, it is a money and profit-driven business. I totally get that. But at some point, someone's going to say, Aaron, you're great. You really, really are. But I've got a sick mother. Aaron, you're really, really, really great. But I, I take care of, you know, XYZ person. They've got, you know, these underlying conditions. Again, I don't think for two seconds he's going to do it. But if he does, I think it's going to put an enormous dot 
next to his name as he goes to the fucking record books and into retirement. But you know the real fucked up thing is? If he does pull up this little fucked up ass boycott, you know what I can all but guarantee? Fox News will hail him as the next fucking Martin Luther King. I guarantee it. They've already done shit like this. They will, they will compare him and the Colin Kaepernick protest and say that Aaron was justified. Colin is a whiny crybaby. I wonder what the white, I mean, what the difference is. Remember when Nicki Minaj, you know, got up there and I can't remember what the fuck it is she said about fucking COVID. Fox jerked her off. I guarantee you not a single person at Fox had ever heard of Nicki Minaj until she said some stupid shit about COVID. And now all of a sudden, she's a fucking hero. She's a darling. Same thing here, gang. As we close this portion out, I don't know what's hot. I think it's fucking Cedar. I can hear myself being nasally. Shit. And also, I'm not going to lie. I'm not drinking uh, gin today, gang. It's cold here in Texas. Brown liquor goes better with the cold. But back on topic. God, I sound like shit, but keep going. Again, if he pulls off this little coup, if he decides to stay strong and stay with his word that he's going to not play in the Super Bowl, Fox News will hype his ass up as the next Rosa Parks. But again, fuck face. Again, you don't have to get the shot. And I know Joe Rogan told you better. I think his girlfriend is an actress, which of course... She's not a doctor, but she played one on TV. So she knows more than Fauci. You can do all the shit you want. Please sit out. I think it's a fucked up ass idea. All you got, to, and you know the real fucked up is, gang? I can't speak on Aaron Rodgers. But you know one of the biggest things about why there's vaccine hesitancy? Because we don't know what's in the vaccine. Again, in a country whose obesity rate is climbing as fast as our infection rate of COVID, you can't sit here and act like you're all of a sudden concerned. The same set of slap nuts that just got a fucking microwave burrito from a gas station and is dipping it in generic brand fucking barbecue sauce swirled with fucking mustard now wants to know every single ingredient in the fucking vaccine. Please go fuck yourselves. But again, like I said, I, we can't make you take shots. And I, I don't care about your reasons. All I know is that you can't make me hang out with you. My life and the life of the people around me, too fucking important. My dad is holding on by a fucking thread. Dude looks fucking terrible. He's 900 pounds overweight. He's being held up by duct tape and paper clips. And again, because Joe Rogan says it's not real, you want to risk my dad's life. That's not the way it works. That's not the way it fucking works. So, Aaron, you're a great quarterback. I think you're dumb as a sack of fucking bricks. And if you sit out the Super Bowl, I personally think that's going to leave a huge smudge on what's been a stellar fucking career. But don't worry. One, you got plenty of money. And two, the book deal that Fox and the Daily Wire is going to offer you for literally being as important as any civil rights leader the world has ever seen, you're going to get paid. From your stupid ass stunt with your monkey ass. All right, gang, we're going to move on. The next two are going to be fucking enormous. Or maybe two and a half. Today's also just kind of a riff day. You know what? We're going to throw this one in here. Why the fuck not? Let's go ahead and make this a three-parter. Hold on. You know what time it is.
Mm, delicious gin and truth. Let's go. Okay, gang. Before Uncle Bobby head out to the gym this morning, he was YouTubing. And I just got to throw this in there. I saw the clip of Ahmaud Aubrey's mom addressing the judge after those three racist assholes shot her boy in the fucking stomach because all that boy wanted to do was to get his jog on. Gang, that was a gut-wrenching fucking speech. And if you heard it and if you were not moved, do me a favor, unsubscribe. Enroll in therapy. You, you, are, you are dead on the inside. That was hard to listen to. And gang, the reason why I bring it up, two reasons. One, I've said this before. We demonize black murder victims. We make excuses for their white killers. In her speech, it was fucking brilliant. As she was talking about, you know, something along the lines of it, it, maybe the, the next day, he would have clipped his toenails and cleaned them. You want to know why she said that? The fucked up attorney talked about how dirty his fucking feet were. What, what, what's next? Are you going to tell me that he's an Aquarius? What the fuck does that have to do with the fact that three racist assholes shot that boy in the stomach for no reason at all? I mean, it was all kinds of fucked up. They still found a way to demonize a boy for one, going for a jog. Two, he walked through a skeleton of a house. Now, I remember talking about this on Twitter and someone piped up and talked about how it is common for people to steal power tools out of construction sites and sell them. My response was, please go fuck yourself. Even if he stole, which he did not, even if he stole $2,000 worth of tools, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts. Nowhere in the law books does that say that that crime is punishable by street-style execution. Now I'm starting to get mad. And I've said it before. No movement gains traction unless its antithesis joins in. You know what my white fam fam did? It was fucking brilliant. Well, first they released the security tape. Yes, Ahmad walked through a skeleton of a house. Oh, anything but that. You know who else did? About 10 other white couples. About 10 other white couples. Gang, I did that when I was a kid. So did you. Please go fuck yourself. But what got me the most was a white dude. He, he went the exact same route that Ahmad uh, jogged that day. Except he did it running top speed with a flat screen TV underneath his fucking arm. No one stopped him. No one asked him a question. They, it, it was just normal, right? Give me a break. You know, gang, I'm looking at the clock and I don't want to rush shit because uh, the, the fuel is starting to burn. And you know, Uncle Bobby gets pissed off really easy. So you know what time it is. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ. I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing up on the 29 minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth, yeah.
All right, I'm black. All right, gang, while I was having the first part render, and I drained the weasel, you know what just hit me? I think why my attitude the way it is on, you know, bruh man checking into the hotel, Ahmad and his mom. I never once signed up for that damn one-legged foot race to the top of Tolerance Mountain. I think y'all are all a bunch of assholes. And by y'all, I mean, it's the people who sit here and make excuses. Again, all bruh man wanted to do was check into a fucking hotel. Instead, he's a TikTok sensation because he had to punch some dude out. Hearing all the members at Fox and shit like that say, well, he, why, why did he go jogging? Why did he go jogging? Again, we can't shop in stores. We can't jog. We can't go to fucking gyms. We can't sit at fucking Starbucks. Some of us can't even get high and eat Fruity Pebbles in our own goddamn living room. Look at what fucking happened to both of them, John. So again, the, the reason why people like me are harsh on this fucking topic is that shit right there. Again, why didn't you do X? You're asking the wrong fucking person a question, assholes. But to get back to uh, Ahmad's moms, again, that I was just fucking gut-wrenching. And what just really hit me is that every time, you know, you hear the Foxes and again, Ben Shapiro's, these are the ones who love to tell you how racism is over. You don't get to make that call. Again, Ahmad, you're right. That is one story. But Ahmad plus Sandra Bland plus Tamir Rice plus Flando Castile go all the way back to Emmett Till, then slingshot all the way back to 1619 when the first slaves got here. How many of those do we have to fucking add up before people get off their ass and realize we're not just a bunch of complaining Negroes? And this is when you like to tune in to Candace Owens <clears throat> and all the coons that will sit there and tell you that it's all good. Where they're up there dancing for butter biscuits from Mazza. I don't want those goddamn butter biscuits. Again, it, it, we're going to get on to another topic because you know how easy it is for Uncle Bobby to get to stroke level, level angry. That lady celebrated a Christmas without her son. And he didn't die of cancer, which would have sucked enough. He didn't die just because shit happens. You know, bad car accident, totally random. Her son is no longer with us because three white dudes saw a black dude. He was simply guilty because he was born too goddamn dark. Again, how many white people did the exact same thing Ahmad did that day? They all got to go home. The rest of us got to hear the world's most heart-wrenching speech from a grieving mother. She'll never get over that. 20 years from now, if she's still with us, she will still be fucking devastated. And I agree with her before we move on to the next one. The maximum sentence is life imprisonment. Ahmad will never come back. Those fuckers deserve to be in a hole for the rest of their natural-born fucking lives. All right, gang, we're going to move on to two of the big daddies of fucking today. Hold on, you know what goddamn time it is. And yeah, goddamn, that was delicious. 
Chin and truth, let's go. King, we got Spider-Man on in the background. It's the Andrew Garfield version of uh, Spider-Man. I was trying to rank them earlier, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I kind of liked them all. He brought a little smart aleck uh, level that Tobey Maguire just did not bring. I thought Tom Holland brought an innocence that neither one of them, the, the two previous Spider-Mans, uh, brought along. So I, uh, it was all good. You know, it's a 97, 98, 99 type of deal. Now, Uncle Bobby hasn't seen uh, the newest one, but he's going to fucking do it. And I have yet to get a bad review. And even if I didn't get a bad review, I'm still going to fuck. You know the only movie that I have not watched? Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You want to know why? I have zero desire. The first Guardians was okay. They lend it there. They held their weight in the Avengers. But I, I it's just, a, it was, it's not a strong enough comic for me to watch a part two. Even when I was a kid, I never really got into Guardians of the fucking Galaxy. But God damn it, we got to get back on topic. Gang, the first, next one up on the hit list is The Cuck. Fuckface Ted Cruz. Gang, some of y'all are like, do you have to do this one again? Yeah, fuckfaces. You want to know why? I live in fucking Texas. This asshole's job makes my life, and by my life, again, we're the biggest state and all the joint union. How many of us live in this fucking state? I'm embarrassed. I am absolutely, positively embarrassed. Having Ted Cruz represent the state of Texas makes about as much logical sense as hiring R. Kelly to fucking babysit your 13-year-old daughter. Ted Cruz is disgusting. He is vile. And he represents the state of fucking Texas, the one where I fucking live in. Now, Every once in a while, gang, again, even a broken clock is wrong twice a day. <clears throat> Fuckface Ted Cruz, he actually said something right. I told you about that. Two times I've actually agreed with Fuckface Ted Cruz. When Donald Trump called his wife an ugly-ass dog, he again, I was like, go ahead, go ahead on, Ted. Yeah, you don't let that man talk shit about your wife. He did the right thing. He stood up for his woman. Gang, not 40 to 60 days later, what the hell happened? Again, the exact same dick Trump used to slap Heidi Cruz across the face was the exact same dick that was planted firmly in fucking Ted Cruz's mouth. How do you phone bake for the man who called your woman ugly? I would rip his tongue out. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you shit. That's a whole other story. I already told you what happened when you insult my wife. You give me a fucking break. Gang, the second thing that he said that I actually agree with, I think I still have the timeline. Ted Cruz <clears throat> called, I told you, my voice is all kinds of fucked up. Ted Cruz called the assholes. Oh, Papa's coughing. Papa's coughing. Papa's coughing. Ted Cruz called the assholes from January the 6th. You know what he called them? He called them terrorists. You want to know why he called them terrorists? Because they're fucking terrorists. They actually are. That's not up for debate, right? Gang, how fucked up is Fox News? Ted Cruz got called out by fuckface Tucker Carlson. 
I do the belch. Hashtag a professional. Because apparently the idiots from January the 6th, they don't meet the textbook definition of a terrorist. Now, you know what this reminds me of, gang? This reminds me when fuckface Ben Carson got up there and he it was his turn to dance for Butter Biscuits. And he sat there. You remember how his voice got super soft and he put a hand in the air. This is why I should be YouTubing today, but I'm too fucking tired to YouTube. And then you can see what Uncle Bobby's doing, but he's going to do it anyway because reasons. And he put his hand in the air and he talked about the slaves and how they were immigrants just looking for a better life for the American dream. Shut the fuck up. Okay, the only thing to say about slavery is that slavery's fucked up. That's it. It's terrible. It's horrible. Who's got the first round of drinks? Do you know what Fox News and Ben Shapiro and everyone else did? Amazing Lucas. The argument became, what's the definition of an immigrant? Yeah, yeah. Never mind the barbarism. Never mind stripping proud people of their culture, their language, their humanity, raping the women raping their women, having the fucking babies, selling the fucking babies, using the babies as gay. Shut the fuck up. That's what you should be talking about. What you don't talk about is do they fit the definition of the word immigrant? Let me tell you why every single last one of those assholes was wrong. First, a quick sip. When you look up the definition of the word immigrant, you know what it starts out as? A person. Do you know what slaves were not? People. We were cargo. So much, in fact, and again, look this shit up. There was insurance policies on slave ships, not on the ship itself. If you brought back 100 slaves, it was just calculated into the cost that you were probably going to lose 60 of them. We were property. So no, I don't want to hear shit about whether we were immigrants or not. You're talking about the wrong shit. And so Fox is doing what they do, and it's that distractionary bullshit. Do they fit the actual fucking definition of terrorist or not? First and foremost, even if they don't, they fucking should. Right? Ashley Babbitt. Y'all remember her? Ashley Babbitt was the lady who sat there and got her monkey-ass shot during the insurrection. You know what I've never heard anyone from Fox say? I mean, they praised her. She's an American hero. But you know what they didn't say about Ashley Babbitt? They didn't say what they said about black people. And I wonder why. I mean, I wonder why. They tell black people who get shot by the cops and are killed, why don't you just comply? Her toenails were all kinds of fucked up. And she had halitosis. It's a scientifically proven fact. You guys remember the Ashley Babbitt shit? That raggedy bastard was climbing over people to get to the cops. They told her to stand down. And then you hear them say, what is it? I think it, fire, 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 was it? Pit? They were announcing that they drew their weapons. She didn't stand, you know what she didn't do? She didn't comply. They shot her monkey ass in the chest. Now again, I don't make glib jokes about people dying. She deserved that shit. You want to know why? She's a fucking terrorist. Ted Cruz, for once, 
in his useless fucking life got something right. And he called them exactly what the fuck it is they are. And that's terrorists. But fuckface Tucker Carlson the night before sat there and said that Ted Cruz was wrong. They're not terrorists. Ted Cruz saw it. And he immediately called Tucker Carlson and wanted to be a guest on the show. Now, this is where his spineless nature comes into play. He sat there and he said, he apologized. That he used sloppy language. He retracted what he said. He called January the 6th a peaceful protest. There was only a handful of people who were doing the wrong shit. Again, what have I been saying since season one? We aren't having the same conversation. If you saw January the 6th and saw a peaceful protest, you were blind. Ronnie Millsap and Stevie Wonder will get a driver's license before you do. That is how blind you are. If you saw a peaceful protest, you are a sack of shit, right? It is not just that it wasn't a peaceful protest. It was an insurrection that Ted Cruz helped initiate. Why am I so fucking congested? Go back and look at the game tape. With his bad-built, slump-shouldered, ugly-ass beard, and he's sitting there getting a group of, I don't know what's the word, terrorist, all kinds of jazzed up. Y'all remember that? He gave two rah-rah speeches, and I, I hate everything about him, even the way he points. And again, he's got those internally rotated shoulders. He's got that fucked-up-ass voice. And again, in the words of the immortal William Wallace, Frida, shut the fuck up. That's what he said before those people went and stormed the fucking Capitol. You want to know why? They're terrorists. Please go fuck yourself. But he got on Tucker Carlson's show to fucking apologize. I use sloppy language. No, Ted, for once you used accurate fucking language. They were terrorists. And if they don't fit the definition, that means a definition needs to change. Now, to my left, not only is there a dog who's in bad need of a fucking bath, there's a Navy vet. Now, I told y'all, I am a military kid. Someone actually took the soldier's oath. Now, if I'm not mistaken, a portion of the soldier's oath is you are to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Am I making that part up? You are not. Okay, so that's... The hate is bubbling. <laughs> the hate is fucking bubbling. For once, he said something right. And again, they were sitting there, you know, talking shit to the fucking cops. And one of the cops actually spoke on the anniversary of January the 6th. And she read the oath that cops take. Hold on, shit, I need some alcohol. And it sounds just like the soldier's oath. And the terrorists were talking shit, saying, you're not doing your job. They're not your personal valets. They're not private security to fucking Trump. Not even the Secret Service members. Gang, the Secret, Secret Service, the Secret Service members, their job is to protect the office of the President of the United States.
They are impartial. Their only job is to do their fucking job. And that is to the office. So in other words, if Trump would have passed away, Mike Pence would have stepped up. God save us all. Their job is to protect the office. And if Mike Pence would have passed away, Nancy Pelosi would have stepped up. And they would have protected her because their job is to protect the fucking office. That's what they do. You just heard a soldier say, all enemies, foreign and domestic. Do you know who fits that fucking category? The terrorists from January the 6th. He went, you know the only thing we haven't heard Ted Cruz say, gang? Does this feel good and do you want to come in my mouth? That's really it. He has juggled every set of nuts he could possibly fucking juggle. This dude is a lap dog. You know what? As, as Buddy sitting on a lap, I don't want to insult lap dogs. He is a spineless jellyfish. I told you, his wife, she has a personal trainer. His name is Jamal. A six foot five inch black dude with a dick like a fucking wine bottle. How do you have sex with someone like that? If you're his daughters, he banned fucking sex toy sales. He supports a woman's right not to choose, and he's just a fucking toad. And he threw them under the bus. <laughs> if there is a single Texan listening to my show, again, I'm serious. Are you ready to make a change? This is the man who represents us to the rest of the fucking United States. Again, he got it right. He made the right call. I just belch. Hashtag a professional. And I'm congested. I'm kind of miserable. It's not fun. But are you ready to make a change? Midterms are coming up. He threw his daughters under the bus. When the state of Texas needed him the most, he got his bad built ass self on a plane and he went to Cancun and he would have stayed, but he got busted. When he came back, first thing he said was pretty much it's my daughter's fault. Trump called his wife a dog. He jerked him off for it, said his dad was responsible for the JFK assassination. Didn't say a fucking word about that. And even when he is right, when called out by the Republican machine, he bends his fucking knee to it. He was right. The idiots on January the 6th were absolutely positively fucking terrorists. But the Trump supporters over at Fox, they didn't like that. You know what Tucker Carlson said? You're lying. And instead of saying, you know what, Tucker, go fuck yourself. Those were terrorists. You know what he said? I'm sorry. Please let me do some more tap dancing. Again, text. One more time before I sign this one off and move into the big daddy of the day. Today's a doo-doo-ass episode. I don't care. <laughs> I told y'all. I sat there with four people. When it was Beto O'Rourke versus Ted Cruz. One person asked another person's wife, are you going to vote for the lib? Her response was quite literally, 
and enthusiastic? Fuck no. We had a chance. We had a chance to make Ted Cruz irrelevant. And we voted him in. And it's not a guarantee. It is not a guarantee that he's going to lose his seat this time around. And so Texans, when he wins, don't say shit. Do not say shit. A man who apologized for accurately describing the terrorist on January the 6th went on state-sponsored TV and apologized for doing so. This is who represents us, Texas. Are you ready to make a fucking change yet? All right, gang, we're going to move into the, and I do mean the, big daddy of the fucking day. Uncle Bobby may just get a refill right in the middle of recording just because he can't. Yeah, when this becomes, when, what? When this becomes, I don't know what's hot. I think it's Cedar, to be honest with you. Maybe I need to call Joe Rogan. Maybe he'll give me some uh, cure for allergies, right? Or, like Gavin McGinnis when he shoved a dildo up his ass live to prove that he wasn't gay. That's commitment. Maybe, maybe I'll get some expert level advice like that on how to get rid of these goddamn sniffles. But I promise it's not fucking COVID. Please go fuck yourself, but back on topic. The big daddy of fucking today. And that is Christian privilege in the United States. Now, Uncle Bobby's been calling Christians out a lot. You want to know why? I can. It's my fucking show. I got some feedback. I got some feedback. I told you, I read those YouTube comments. <laughs> Someone told me, that they weren't a big fan of how many times I used the F word during my show. Now, I fucking listened to what this person had to fucking say. I did. And if I ever fucking get, you know, this to be my full-time fucking job, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to lay off the F bombs. I'm pretty sure I am. But I did listen. I did. And I can totally understand. And I am truly fucking acknowledging that I understand my language can be a little bit harsh. So let me give you a quick explanation on why that is. One, because I fucking can. Because I fucking can. And two, it's the way I talk. It just is. And three, and most importantly, and this is actually kind of serious. If you are missing my master points because I said the word fuck, in my opinion, you, you, you're, you're hanging your hat on the wrong stuff. I just finished talking about how black people are being fucking disrespected and even murdered in this fucking country. To me, if you're hanging your hat on the word fuck, instead of listening to black people are being treated unfairly in this country, you're focusing on the wrong shit. I acknowledge that I got the feedback. I appreciate this person taking the time to give me the feedback. And again, my ultimate goal is to turn this into my full-time job. Like, share, and fucking subscribe. But I'm pretty sure I'll have to clean it up for uh, the big time when I make it. But my point still stands, right? Again, I, I, I teach women self-defense. And when I sit and I tell you that rape makes me fucking upset. I just heard the most fucked up ass story. 
And I'm not going to say it, but if I tell you the fucking story and you're like, you know, Robert, I, I couldn't hear what you said about what happened to Susie because you said the word fuck. I think you need to dial in your focus. And one more thing on this topic, gang, before I move on. I, I, for those of you who don't know, I played football at a pretty high level. And it's the weirdest fucking thing, especially for me, because my hearing can only be described as sonar. It's probably 90% of the reason why I don't sleep well. I'm always absorbing new information. But when I played, it was really weird. Gang, I played big-time football. 90,000 people in the stands was average. I could never hear the band. I never heard the cheerleaders. I very rarely heard the stands. Because my job as the Sam linebacker, I had to sit here and I had to listen to what the quarterback said on every single play. And so, again, I, I, I was able to focus and be able to come back in between series and tell the coach, you know what? Every time he says Omaha, if Omaha is the third word in his cadence, it's going to be a bootleg to the right into the short side of the field. Because I was able to focus on what was important. So that was just kind of this unnecessary, not it's actually very necessary. I'm acknowledging I got the feedback. And I hope this person continues to listen to my fucking show. I, I honestly mean that. But if you are missing these points, again, I talked about Aaron Rodgers and vaccine hesitancy. I talked about a black man being disrespected. Ahmaud Aubrey and his mother. I've talked about Ted Cruz. Those are big time fucking topics. And so until I want y'all to focus on my message. I cuss because that's who I am. My point is infinitely more important than the cuss words that are leaving my mouth. Now, gang, I don't want to rush anything because the next topic is a big one. Again, it's Christian privilege. But gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up, congested-wise, I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. Again, as I can't talk. <laughs> I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Again. And I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. All right, I'm black again. All right, gang, let's get into the big daddy of fucking today after I explain why he's word fuck so much. Fuck it. Gang, we were talking about Christian, well, I started talking about Christian privilege in this country. Now, the reason why this topic made the hit list again today, gang, is because I saw a snippet of the Cro-Magnon man, fuckface Marjorie Taylor, fuckface Green. And she went on the one show where she has even one ounce of fucking credibility, and that's on the fuckface Steve Bannon show. 
Now, again, it's like when if I ever found out, not that he would ever find out who the fuck it is I am, but if someone like Tucker Carlson ever said Robert Reed's a bad person, I would take that as a compliment. Right? Again, what does Momo always fucking say? When your monkey ass lays down with dogs, you get up with fucking fleas. When the likes of Steve Bannon constantly have you on their show, when the likes of Tucker Carlson, give me a break. But the Cro-Magnon man went on <clears throat> Steve Bannon's show and complained about a war on religious freedom. Now, just in case you guys were not aware, she doesn't live in Saudi Arabia. She doesn't live in North Korea. She doesn't live in mainland China. That raggedy bitch is from fucking Georgia, the Bible Belt. And she's not the only one. I would say the majority of the political Christians, the Christians that are politically conservative, one of their big rally cries is a war on Christianity, a war on Christmas. They're making it illegal to worship God. Shut the fuck up. Again, the Uncle Bobby challenge still stands. After six seasons, you guys believe I'm on my sixth fucking season? Six fucking seasons. Hit me up. At RC Read 40. By the way, I'm over 10,000 followers now. Thank you very much. But hit me up on Twitter. I will buy you seven atheist t shirts. Hide the belt. Hashtag a professional. I will wear seven Christian t shirts. Or how about this? You wear seven shirts that openly identify you as a practicing Muslim in the South, in Georgia. Come back and tell me about how hard it is to be a fucking Christian, you fucking crybabies. But it, it, it's this constant, unearned sense of victimhood. Christians, you run this joint, fucking enjoy it. I say the same thing every time. But gang, it was, again, the God that I don't believe in clearly wanted me to talk about this shit today. Hmm. And before we jump into the first example, Uncle Bobby's full of lots of stuff today, analogies and stories. But I remember, fuckface, uh, Rick Perry. Now, yes, I, I acknowledge it was ceremonial. Hold on. Let me get the Q-tip. Come here, buddy. Shit. I realize it was ceremonial. I realize it was for show. But he signed into effect... The Merry Christmas Bill in the state of Texas. And literally got an elementary school kid to get up there and read it. Where, and I'm not, you think I'm bullshitting, look this shit up. Where now it's no longer illegal to say Merry Christmas. Gang, just in case you guys were not aware, it's never been illegal to say Merry Christmas. Christians, please shut the fuck up. Again, you guys have no idea, do you? You've got no idea how good you have it here in the fucking United States. But what really made this the big daddy of today, gang, is again, the God that I don't believe in, as I was driving in, because I'm in the Alamo City right now, as I was driving in, right on the lip of San Antonio, and I think shirts, there was a church that was burning. Now, I've got no jokes about that. I hope everyone got out okay. I hope no one was burned. 
right? You, you can replace buildings. You cannot replace human life. But you know what I noticed, gang? I noticed fire trucks. I noticed EMS. I noticed cop cars. Christians, if prayer really works, why didn't you pray for the fucking fire to just, I don't know, disappear? But when it comes to nut cutting time, for real world problems, you guys always seem to take real world fucking solutions. And then you get to, you know, give God all the credit and all the glory. But when I talk about Christian privilege, do you, do you guys know who pays or what pays your fire department? What play, pays your police department, your EMS? Tax dollars. Do you know who doesn't pay taxes? Churches. Christians, you use services that you don't pay for. You are the majority. You are the powerful. And you use fucking civil services the way all of us do. And you know what? I want you to. I don't want your church to burn down. I don't. I don't want people to get hurt. I don't. But your privilege comes when you get to dip in and I get to, I my atheist tax dollars. You know, the atheistic worldview that you guys keep saying that I have. Is my voice just cracked? Why is that like I'm 13 year old boys whose balls just dropped? My atheistic tax dollars, the Buddhist tax dollars, the Jewish tax dollars, all of our tax dollars go into the same fucking bucket. And you get to use those services even though you don't chip in. Not as a church, you don't. So that's just one big fucking example of Christian privilege in this country. You know what else is big? Gang, there are literally seven states still in 2022. There are seven states where it is illegal for an atheist to run for office. You think I'm lying, don't you? Look that shit up. You know what my saving grace is? Because I live in one of those states. Texas is one of the states. Federal law trumps state law. But it's still on the books here in the state of Texas. Now, the reason why this one is on the list is because I've been saying this literally since I was a kid. Changing a law does not change attitudes. Slavery wasn't made illegal on a Sunday, and Monday morning we all woke up loving each other. No. It just simply meant slavery was still illegal. The shitty attitudes towards black people still remain, still remains to this day. Gang, making it illegal for an atheist to run for office, give me a fucking break. Do you have any idea what that means? It means I live in a country, and I remember asking this question, gang, long before people found out I did not, that looks fucking gross. Gang, I'm watching Spider-Man, and it's the scene where the lizard grows an arm, except it's fucking, ah, it's covered in all kinds of, ah, this is some, I'm not sleeping tonight. I'm not sleeping tonight. You know what this fucking is like? Ah, oh, it's, like, it's an adult hand, but it looks like an infant hand. Ah, oh, this is, I'm not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. And he's peeling all the webbing off, and it's all gooey and translucent and shit. No, it's, oh, I'm not sleeping. Oh, what? He's going to burn. He's going to touch the light. You're going to touch the lamp. See if he can feel it. I'm not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. But back on fucking topic. That was just fucking gross. But, oh yeah, 
I remember asking this question at work, and that is, let's find out, let's say that the, uh, that's not like fuckface Ben Shapiro, let's say, yeah, shut the fuck up, but let's say there's a presidential candidate. Of the top 10 things that you want this person to stand for, they have all 90, all 90, except it turns out later on in the process, you find out that your candidate is an atheist. Would you still vote for that person? Gang, if I asked 100 people that question, 97 said, fuck it, I'm not voting for that person. Gang, how many qualified candidates have we not voted for for governor, lieutenant governor, for vice president, for president, state rep, congress? How many qualified people have we passed up on simply because I just built hashtag a professional. Simply because they don't believe in your God. I think it was Sam Harris who said, you can have the charm of Oprah Winfrey. You can have the money of Bill Gates. Right? You can just be the most phenomenal person there is. The most qualified candidate. And he was absolutely right when he said, if you come out and you say that you are an atheist, Gang, you have effectively executed your chances of election of uh, being elected to whatever office you're running for. Christian, that is your privilege right there in plain sight. But yet you complain like you are the underclass in this country. It wasn't up until, I think, Jesus Christ. It was the 90s. I'm looking right at him. He was a brother. He was a congressperson. And he was the first and only, I, and now I remember, he was the first and only just openly secular person who worked for the government. You know the fucked up portion was? I'm trying to remember. I'm looking. Why am I so, I can't remember. We had someone who was openly gay. Gang, the openly gay guy came out and had acceptance for being openly gay as a congressperson before the atheist did. There's a poll that still stands that uh, the least trusted portion of American society, number one, rapist, and they deserve that fucking title. Do you know who number two is? Atheist. And I've said it once, I'm going to say for the trillionth time. My atheism, emotional support systems, atheism, Dr. Dre's atheism, Seth atheism, Sifu's atheism, none of that speaks to our character. All that does is give you the answer to one question, and that is, do you believe in God? That is it. And I know you Christians don't like it, but that actually counts for anyone's God. Please go fuck yourself. Right? You guys want to say you're not an atheist because you believe in the Christian God. That speaks to your arrogance. That's not the definition of atheism. It doesn't say those that don't believe in the Christian God. No. It is a disbelief in God or gods. But I don't want to get in your definitional wars. Please go fuck yourself. But again, you guys bitch and complain about how hard it is and how much you struggle and that you're going to vote for this person because they're not ashamed to be a Christian. Oh, you're so brave. That's like emotional support system going back to a reunion of all the people that she served with a bunch of Navy people and standing up and saying, go Navy. 
Oh, oh, you're in a room full of other squids. Oh, 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 you got big nuts. Shut the fuck up. You guys love to sit here and tell us how hard it is you've got in this country all the while being one, the majority, and two, the powerful. Christians, quick. Again, for the one Christian who, who may listen to this, quick, name all the federal holidays named for someone else's religion that we observe here in the United States. Go ahead. Take all the time you want. Name one. You can't do it, can you? You fucks. But you know what Christian privilege is? Celebrating Easter. Celebrating Christmas. Celebrating everything that makes Christians Christians in this fucking country. The United States literally fucking stops for your holidays. But yet, apparently, we need legislation to protect the sanctity of Christmas. Please go fuck yourself. You guys continue to bitch how no one has it harder all the while living the most privileged life the United States has to offer you guys. And when it is time, not to take a back seat, but to simply share the spotlight. Listen to how you guys bellyache and fucking complain. Seriously, guys, these allergies are kicking my ass. Happy holidays. Happy holidays is like Black Lives Matter. Y'all remember how great this country treated Black Lives Matter? Some of you fucks heard Black Lives Matter and translated that to fuck all white people. Same thing here. At least one business owner said, you know what? I want everyone to spend their money in my store. So you know what we're going to do during the month of December? We're going to say happy holidays. Because happy holidays includes everyone's celebration. Because there's more than one thing going on in the month of December. Christians, I need a bitter drill or something, gang. This is killing me. <laughs> but Uncle Bobby's going to press through for first sake. Only motherfucker shit. You Christians bellyache. You Christians bellyache like it is a personal attack. Not because we're telling you to shut the fuck up, but we're saying we're going to share space. It's not illegal to say Merry Christmas. It just isn't. No matter how many times you assert it, no matter how many times Fox runs a story, no matter how many guys talk about a war on Christmas. Again, please go fuck yourselves. Christian privilege. My parents, your parents, if you're Generation X, they grew up in a time without in God we trust on the money. And they grew up saying a pledge of allegiance that didn't include the phrase one nation under God. Gang, that was added in 1954. America's response to the Red Scare, communism. Guess who's God they were talking about, Christians? Do you think they were talking about Allah? Do you think they were talking about Vishnu? Do you think they were talking about Oshun or Ogun? Zeus, Poseidon? Let me give you a hint. It rhymes with the Christian God. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's who we're talking about. Again, you, you want to talk about Christian privilege? Here it is. We jerk your God off every time we spend any currency in this uh, country. 
We jerk your God off when we make kids stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance. I still remember, I, I, Jesus Christ, I remember a clip that Fox ran, and it was a kid, the uh, class was saying the Pledge of Allegiance, and a kid sat in silent protest. He didn't call attention to himself, he just sat. Another kid who was quite literally dressed, jack boots, cut off jeans. He had an American flag shirt with an eagle on it. He had a flannel uh, long sleeve shirt tied around his waist. He kicked the chair out from underneath the student who was staging a silent protest. And you can hear the asshole say, we stand for the pledge in this country. You know what Fox said? We should pray for that patriot. That's what they said. That Pledge of Allegiance includes the phrase, one nation under God, which was not in the original Pledge of Allegiance. Have y'all just said, I didn't know that. It's true. Look that shit up. But I know, Christians, I know. You're the oppressed class in this country. No one has it harder than you. Snowflakes. Gang, we still have to have a battle on whether Ten Commandments can be in state buildings, county courthouses, shit like that. You know what the long and the short is? No. You're not supposed to. You know who pays for that? Everybody. <clears throat> Property taxes pay for state buildings, city buildings, which means it needs to remain religiously neutral. Hold on. I'm getting a news report. Here's the original fucking Pledge of Allegiance, gang. Yeah. I pledge allegiance to my flag and to the republic for which it stands, one nation indivisible with liberty and justice for all. There's no mention of your God. Again, it was added in 1954 as a response to communism. But I know, I know. No one has it harder than you guys. Oh, you poor Christians. But again, state buildings. If my tax dollars pay for it, just like yours, it has to remain religiously neutral. You guys fight like hell to keep your Ten Commandments up. And you know what other groups have started doing? As I sniff and snort, God damn. Hang, I'm telling you, this is fucking brutal. I don't care. I'm going to finish this goddamn show. But allergies are killing me. <laughs> I'm serious. I need to get Joe Rogan on the horn. Baby's got the miracle cure. We're back on dummy. Satanist groups, atheist groups, other people are like, okay, fine, fuck it. You will take down the Ten Commandments. So you know what we want? We want a statue of Baphomet. You know what we want? We want a statue of Vishnu. You know, other people are putting their shit up. Christians, you should see what you sound like to everybody else. Bitching, complaining. All we're doing is getting equal representation. You guys take it as a, an attack on Christianity. I can't remember where it was. Whew, I got to breathe. <laughs> it's, it's hard to breathe and talk <laughs> and do a show. But Uncle Bobby's a trooper. 
I can't remember where it was, but it was just this last Christmas, 2021. A statue of baby Baphomet <clears throat> was put up next to a nativity uh, scene. Gang, oh my God, Fox fucking news went nuts. It's an attack on Christianity, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it was exactly not that. The Satanist temple put their symbol up. Just so you guys know, Satanism, it's a movement. It's a religion by definition, but it really isn't, right? A portion of what they do, it's simply a jab at Christians. I would dare to say 99% of Satanists, they're atheists. It's the tenets of Satanism. They don't actually worship Satan. Please shut the fuck up. But they asked, I need you to put take down the nativity scene. They said, we're not going to do it. So they said, you know what? Fine. We're a religious group, which means we have the same protection as Christians. So right next to the nativity, put up a uh, doll representing baby Baphomet. Christian, you lost your fucking mind. What's good for the goose is good for the fucking gander, isn't it? But yet, you're the oppressed class, right? Okay, the last one up on the examples of non-Christian persecution and religious privilege in this country, gang, we have a national day of fucking prayer. <clears throat> of which, I'm trying to remember when it started. I think it was like in the 50s or the 40s when we started that bullshit. Every president, Democrat and Republican, has taken a part in the National Day of Fucking Prayer. Now, here in the last, I'd say, 10 or so years, it's been criticized. No, probably more than that. So I remember Tracy Harris talking about it on the atheist experience here in Austin. The excuse is always the same, right? Well, this is for anyone to pray. But you know who always gets invited to the fucking White House? A Christian band. And I told you, every fucking president, if you don't stand up and say that you jerk Jesus off, you're not getting in the fucking White House. Please go fuck yourself. You guys like to hide behind these squirrely excuses saying how this isn't an observation for Christians. Yeah, it really is. The United States shuts down for an entire day so that you guys can have a national day of fucking prayer. Now, again, Christians, just think for two seconds. Go to your quiet place where you don't have to front, where this isn't Twitter, where you have to win a debate. What if atheists had a day? What if at 12 noon on January the 13th, it was nationally broadcasted on the count of three, we're all going to say it. One, two, three. There is no God. Christians, what would you do? You would fucking shit on yourself. But yet, we're supposed to take a back seat for the National Day of Christian Prayer. Okay, I could have made five episodes on just Christian fucking privilege in this country. But I wanted to point that shit out. Because the burning church, if that did not scream... Uncle Bobby talk about it? I don't know what did. Okay, I'm trying to breathe still. 
Shit. Gang, Uncle Bobby's giving you some fucking problems today. Uncle Bobby's got a problem of his own. He can't convert oxygen to carbon dioxide easily. Uncle Bobby's giving you some problems. So Uncle Bobby's going to give you some motherfucking solutions. First one up, racially profiling black dude checking into a hotel. Shut the fuck up. <clears throat> Again, all he wanted to do was to check into a fucking hotel. Karen Max Lapnuts didn't like it, so she put his hand, her hands on him. He punched her husband out. He got what he deserves as far as I'm uh, concerned. Go fuck yourself. Again, don't ask more from us than what you're willing to expect. Do yourself. I don't want to be called nigger. I just want to be left alone. You don't want your husband punched out in front of your fucking face. Are you ready to come to the middle and talk a trade? I think we can come to a fucking agreement. Next one up, Aaron Fuckface Rogers. Shut the fuck up. Again, I, I think you're just delivering lip service. I do. I think you're going to play if you guys would go all the way. But the sad part is, if you don't, you're going to be turned into a national conservative fucking martyr. You'll be put in the same sentence as Martin Luther King. I guarantee it. And for all the more fucked up ass reasons. Again, you don't have to get the shot if you want to play this whole my body, my choice bullshit. Fine. But like I said, don't get the shot. But you can't make me hang out with you. And you also can't make people give you a fucking paycheck. Your, your decisions do not happen in a fucking vacuum. If you don't want to take the shot, please get ready to be excluded from regular everyday society. And no, this isn't new. We've been doing this since fucking forever. If your kid goes to a public school, it's because you can show vaccination records. Now, you don't have to. You can go private. You can homeschool that little crotch rocket. But your beliefs doesn't mean you get to put 200 other students' lives at fucking risk. Again, you don't have, we can't make you take the shot. Just like you can't make us hang out with you. Let's breathe. Next one up, Ted Cruz. Shut the fuck up. You're spineless. I can't reach you. So the best I can do is reach Texans. Get your ass to the polls. I don't care if it's Beto O'Rourke. I don't care if it's a pile of shit that you cleaned up in your backyard that your dog shit out. Anything is better than Ted fucking Cruz. He backpedaled because state-sponsored TV said he was wrong about calling Ashley Babbitt and the rest of them terrorists. Again, if that is not terrorism, I don't know what is. Defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. You didn't hear that from a fucking army brat. You heard it from a Navy vet. Give me a fucking break. Write that shit down. Ted Cruz actually did something right, and he apologized. You want to know why? State-sponsored TV called him out. Again, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. A man that won't defend his wife nor his daughters will not defend us, Texas. Ted Cruz legit apologized for doing the right thing. If you don't get your ass out and vote, you don't get to complain. 
And when he's back in here and watch, we freeze our nuts off and more of us die, except this time he discreetly books a trip to another fucking vacation spot, don't act shocked. Don't even cry at the fucking funeral of your fucking loved ones as you wake up next to them and they're frozen fucking popsicles. Ted Cruz has got to fucking go and only we can make that shit happen. Next one up, last but not least, Lee, Christian Brilvich. Shut the fuck up, kindly. Please shut the fuck up. Again, you guys run this joint. Please enjoy it. If you want to know what actual persecution is, switch places with someone who doesn't believe like you. Get a real taste of what it's like to eat some fucking shit, but you're not going to do it. You'd much rather sit on your high perch and bitch and complain like you got it hard when in fact, you run this place. You're just mad that, again, it's nine pieces out of the possible 10 slices of pie. You want all fucking 10, and you guys won't stop bitching and complaining until you get it. It's not going to happen. There's too many people like me willing to put up our dukes and fight you for those last couple slices. All right, gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go. Thank you.